Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast. It's Monday. Hopefully, I've got something motivating for you, but in all likelihood, I'm probably just going to wonder out loud and be frightened. I'm frightened by uh, some of the things we're heading to. Actually, no, let me back up one step. Let me express my gratitude. We had a young lady on, uh, and by young lady, I mean, she was in fourth grade, and a uh, really great guest. Her name was Emma, for the obvious reasons. We didn't give her last name, but... Uh, thanks to my buddy Glenn Robbins there in New Jersey, he recommended because this young lady was doing some really cool things, including starting a Facebook page for, for some of her students and, and trying to provide some value. So that got my weekend started off right. But I've been doing far too much reading, listening, watching on where we're going from here. And I'm not just talking about the disease. I'm talking about the after effects financially, security wise, psychologically. Um, yeah, the, the, what we're up against is, is, uh, I, I don't know if, how much time we're even going to think about it until it's here. I mean, obviously the number one thing on people's mind, rightfully so, is finding a way to, to put an end or at least, you know, stop in its tracks, the COVID-19 or coronavirus outbreak. Now, that being said, um, realistically finding a cure that has to go through clinical trials and all this other stuff. It, it looks, you know, it's not going to be time really soon. And, and actually that's okay. I mean, like we should have rigorous testing for, um, you know, antidotes and things of this nature. But, um, the financial end of this, because now I'm now seeing a lot of like, hey, we should get $2,000 a month every month and you know everybody should have this and that. And I'm really getting frightened because there's a lot of people that are hurting and they need the money. And then there are some people that haven't been affected at all and they're getting money. A blanket statement of everybody getting money is really a problem. And 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 the gamesmanship of this, of people taking advantage. I mean, we, we've heard the stories of, you know, some large-scale restaurants that took advantage of it, and they weren't really giving it to their employees. They were just stockpiling it because they are afraid the company might not be able to, you know, which, by the way, I, I feel bad for them. I mean, anything in the restaurant industry right now, or a lot of industries for that matter, I get it. It is scary times, but... Um, you're seeing some things being taken advantage of. Matter of fact, 60 Minutes just ran a thing on some of the farming subsidies and some of the things that's been taken advantage of. So the amount of people that are hurting because they haven't been able to work or they've been furloughed, oh my gosh, let's let's help them. But when and how is this going to recover the amount of like, let's just go down the, the the rabbit hole of when restaurants and movie theaters open up, how many people will feel comfortable in going? We've seen news reports where people are already flooding the malls and things of this nature. So maybe maybe this is all just uh, not a big deal. But the speed in which this has happened, matter of fact, I, I went back and I listened to my episode, what was it, about a month before we got, man, it was probably two weeks before the lockdown really started. And I was like, man, could you imagine if we ever had to go to e-learning for like the rest of the school year? And in a blink of an eye, that's the reality. Now I'm starting to, again, think about, you know, some of the exciting change we're going to see. Um, and then the conversations I've been having with Jamal. You know, I, like, again, from my vantage point, I'm like, ooh, maybe e-learning twice a week will be really great. And Jamal's like, nope. 
The school I serve, the parents need that time to have their kids at school so they can go do more work. So there's a lot of things to unravel. And, 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 and I, I think that this is where, in my humble opinion, um, the entrepreneurial community will shine. I think that they're going to provide solutions. I remember after Hurricane Katrina, right? Uh, no offense to who was our president then. George W. Bush, I believe. And uh, the government couldn't get it done, and some private industries went in there, and they started put, you know, creating solutions, and they, they got some things done faster than the government. I am hoping that there's going to be some more solutions from the private sector. That being said, though, I um, one thing that has really come to light on this is how um, supply chains and how we kind of are all interdependent. Um, you know, the supply chain on the, on the meat side, um, it's in some ways I'm kind of chuckling. My, my family, we don't eat a lot of meat. I mean, we do, I guess every, nah, not very often, maybe once a month. So, uh, I've seen the whole, you know, news reports of even animals being euthanized because there's now a surplus and they can't get them processed faster. And, and then the whole large scale animal processing, oh, I hate saying that, but you know, the meat preparation industry um, got hit hard with COVID. Well, what are the changes after this? What lessons are we going to learn from all this? Are we going to do things any different? Is this going to ramp up more innovation? I.e., this is where people, you know, do a double take, you know, the, the, the 3D printed meat, so, so to speak. You know, uh, right now they've, they've done that. You can stem cell harvest and, and create um, meat. <laughs> without killing animals. Is that going to scale up faster? Um, or are we going to see start, you know, like more adoption of that? I don't know. There's just so much that's coming down. And I, I think more conversations, level-headed conversations without getting political need to happen. Because, you know, the, the, the selective outrage we have on both left and right. You know, I've seen some people that have said, hey, one thing we need to talk about is financial planning and people having an emergency fund. And then I saw some, uh, I'm not going to say friends, I saw some people I know that were attacked. How dare you say people should save their money? This is a crisis we're having. And they're like, yeah, but, you know, you could have started an emergency fund. And then on the other end, I, I've seen a lot of people, you know, uh, get unfairly attacked on, you know, like, we need to go back to work. Well, how dare you? Uh, you know, like, well, we're, we're, we're losing our house. We're losing our, you know, whatever. Um, the, 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 the polarizations of the political thing just need to go away. And conversations, because, like, Jamal and I, when we were talking about, you know, how maybe we should do more e-learning, I didn't consider his point of view. And when I heard it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. More conversations, better conversations, not worrying about politics. I may slip up and say something, and Jamal's like, no, it's not that way. Or I'm, you know, Jamal may point something out, and I'm like, nope, that's not what I see. And that's okay. But the amount of things that we need to figure out in the next two weeks, two months, two years, is I don't know if we're really understanding the magnitude of what we're about to enter in. I'm frightened, but I also know that that's when the United States historically has been at their best, when we have a severe necessity like this. So, I don't know. If you ever want to message me, I always like hearing your opinions. I've gotten, this week I got some really interesting ones, and I seriously appreciate that. Um, 
Matter of fact, <laughs> some people have discovered, uh, by the way, I miss, I should say this, and I shouldn't say discovered, I got a lot of Voxer messages this week, and I, I like that. I'd forgotten that um, we talked about that before. So yes, the, if you want to Vox me, that's fantastic as well, because I actually like hearing people's voices and giving their opinions instead of just an email. You don't know what's subtle and what's not, so appreciate that. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, man, I, you know, it, or insights on where you think we're going, um, I always like to hear that because I like to study these things and be a step ahead. All right. Well, remember, uh, you know, be a blessing to others. Take care of yourself. Check in on some neighbors and family and loved ones and uh, make sure you take care of yourself. This is Don Wetcher reminding you those opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.